it's time to hit in the shop with Steve, Kurt, Brian, and Dan. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. In the shop, your source for the latest information and advice on maintaining and repairing your vehicle on KGMI Newstock 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Well, good morning. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. Shout out to our co-host, Dan from Bellingham Automotive. What the heck, our former co-host, Steve from the Fantasy Auto Repair. Yeah. He actually chipped in for uh, uh, part of our topic for today. That's right. You know, Thanks, we got Steve. we got the group chat going on, and every now and then, uh, you know, I, I still include him in the group chat because I picked the old group chat, not the new group chat. Yeah, exactly. Well, we are taking your calls, 360-676-KGMI. That's 676-5464. Always rather hear from you, our listeners. Any automotive-related problem, issues with your car, question about buying a new car, used car, anything car-related. Absolutely. We brought uh, some information on uh, automotive technologies and uh, some some past, present, and future technologies. It's interesting. There's an article that came out about Ford, and one of the little snippets in the article is that last year Ford registered over 1,000 new patents. That is a lot of patents, and 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 that's the, those are patents that are issued, not just applied for. And and you know we're only going to talk about like one of them today, maybe two, some other ones that weren't put into production. But that is a lot of patents for one car company. And given Ford's a pretty big car company, but you start looking at you know the major car companies out there, I wonder how many automotive patents are registered every year. You kind of wonder. I mean. What's that, three a day that are being approved? Three a day, including weekends. I mean, holy mackerel, do they have like a whole huge department of just the patent department? I think they have the the patent and licensing department. You know, it kind of... Where they'll they'll register these, they'll they'll develop it, maybe test it, and then they don't use it, and they wait for somebody to come along and pay them to use it. Well, you know, that's probably a good thing, but... You know, when you actually brought this up, um, well, some of the stuff, the some of the top latest innovations and all these things like that, I kind of started pondering the things that I miss in cars when they were a little bit simpler and life was a little simpler and, you know, just everything was simpler at one point in time, I guess when I was like eight yeah, I, the one that I like on your list there, the, the things that you miss, yeah. the good old days in a car, and you sit down now and you use the, the touchscreen controls for your climate control system, the radio, the body control systems, and, and, and they lack the positive clickety-click feel of a haptic feedback, old-school mechanical button. Yeah, yeah, and you know, one of the things, um, I've got enough callus on my fingers, um, to where sometimes touch screens, uh, I have to work at it to, to actually get them to work, you know? And it gets a little frustrating. Yeah. One of the things I actually miss, though, is uh, blinkers um, that went blink, blink with the old uh, mechanical click, relays. Click, click, 
Well, I had on my first car that I ever had, and I can hear the sound in my head. I probably put my microphone up against my head here, and you can hear it too. But um, it kind of had a clink, 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 clink sound, and it was just really soothing. We Time, don't get that anymore. T- times have changed. The, you know, the, li- the light flashes. There's no sound. There's no feedback. Some cars, there's the, there's not even a the, a the the turn signal switch is just it just flops down and goes back to center and it's all electronic. Yeah, and it's just there's just no no click of the switch inside of there. You know, I wonder. You if- were born back in the day where when people turned 16, they actually got their driver's license. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. that's becoming a thing of the past. That is just well. We're changing things around my house there. My kids are just chomping. In fact, uh, yeah, I guess uh thing is, though, I, I guess you don't really get your license until six months after you've signed up for driver's ed or something like that. Or when, when you get your learner's permit that day, it's six months before you can get your license. And uh, my son's going to have his... Uh, finishes driver's ed within the next couple of weeks, but he's not going to be able to have his license until May 1st. He's had a full six-month window of driving with you. Uh, yeah, he's been driving with me since he was 13. But um, That's a know, different story. I remember uh, when I got my license, I mean, we, we went down, I took the test, uh, then we went straight over to the uh, insurance office um, and uh, bought insurance. And within, I'd say no more than two hours from that point, um, I had my first speeding ticket. (laughs) (laughs) That's almost a record. Yeah, That might be. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Well, it looks like we do have a caller on the line here. We have uh, Leslie on the line here. Good morning, Leslie. Hi, guys. I love your show. But, okay, no but, no but. Okay. I have... Purchase a, a rock in eighty. Um, I got nervous. Okay, so Odyssey, you know, a hey, Honda Leslie, Odyssey. Leslie. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? Um, I get yeah. that nervous part. I totally get it. And just yeah, take, just take a big breath. I I was listening to the Joe Tian show the other day, and I really wanted to call in. And I picked up the phone, and I, I'm not kidding you. I started. I dialed the number, and I was on hold, and I was shaking. And I hung up. I couldn't do it. So just, it's okay. We're just I, talking. I know. Okay. Thank you. You're so I, I did buy a 08 Honda Odyssey. Runs like a top. I've had it over a year. I bought it in Linden. And um, so so it's time to change. I know you probably can't call this one at all over the phone. I've been by your shop three times. Doors were shut down. It <laughs> so, and it has um, sixty-seven. It has seventy-five or eighty-five thousand. The timing chain needs to be replaced between sixty and a hundred thousand. So I'm like going, what do I do? Because it's running like a top, but I know there's no clues about when it could go out. But when it goes out, you're totally, you know what. <laughs> That's my dilemma. Well, you know, okay, so on the 08, I think that's going to, you have the, you know, if you've got a V6 motor in that, like a. Yeah, yeah. But it runs great. It just feels like 
It's like a V10 or something. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're wonderful motors. But those have timing belts on them. Yeah, that, it is timing a timing belt. Yeah. It, it is a timing yeah, no, belt. I, I didn't know if it was a chain or a belt. Yeah. Mileage-wise, mileage if you go off my, miles, I, I think they say like 105,000 miles. You're, Somewhere around yeah, there, you're, yeah. You're, you're not quite there mileage-wise, but they also have a year recommendation. And the, the reality is uh-huh. on that, that timing belt – I, I, uh-huh. I look back over the years on the, on Honda Odysseys, and we have a, a 2003 Odyssey. It's a generation before that one. Um, right. And the, they're great vans. They're great vehicles. Then the reality on the timing belt is we don't see those fail. Now, that's the belt itself, the rubber belt with the cog teeth on it. We rarely see those fail on that engine. But... Yeah, now we're going to back okay, up to all the other components that are back there with the timing belt. Um, probably oh, yeah. the main one is the timing belt tensioner and this hydraulic push rod. And then there's some idler bearings, um, sometimes some oil seals that have issues. Um, and then the water pump that's driven by the timing belt. These are all the components that we start to get concerns about because they can lead to belt failure. And so replacing mm-hmm. the timing belt, preventative maintenance is great. For me, the more more important part on that is those other components back there that age-wise, even if the mileage isn't isn't up there yet, age-wise, you're getting to the point that you do want to plan to do that. Um, when will it fail? When will you have a problem? Hopefully never. But the last thing you want to yeah. do is be heading on a road trip, going over the pass, and have that water pump start leaking or the hydraulic tensioner start failing. And they do have problems. I, I would say the first thing to fail in there is going to be the hydraulic tensioner. Oh, okay. So I, I but you would, have to take out the timing belt to get to that. That's exactly. Saying, huh? So normally that's kind of a, a package repair that once you you open up Pandora's box, you take care of everything in it before you try to close it again, and that includes those other yeah. components in there. And I used to work in a car shop a long time ago, and that's in that state too below us here. <laughs> anyway, I was gonna thank you for that info because then I'll, I am when I'm planning a road trip, but. Um, um, I just want to say something about driving up in this, this state. Eight years ago, I moved up here to take care of a family member. He took care of me, too. And then uh, just, um, hold on, I got it. Um, oh, people drove extremely courteously. I loved it. You know, tailgaters, hey, go ahead, you know, whatever. Now, they're here. And I don't drive like that, but they're just, Driving like Cal- they're from California, they have to be or something. <laughs> All I'm saying is the courtesy went away a few years ago, like three or four. You know what I mean? I could talk about driving all day, but I know you're talking about cars. Well, and that's I that's cars, cars and driving. <laughs> yeah. They're very, very, very connected. Yeah, leaving enough space between you and the car in front of you on the freeway in Washington State is basically an invitation for somebody to cut you off. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and hit the brakes. Yeah. I, I, I made a trip with my down to Seattle with my wife a couple weeks ago, and, and honestly, on the way down, everything was great. Traffic flowed. Everything was smooth. But then you get into the afternoon, and you're into this 4, 5, 6 o'clock range, and the whole mentality changed. Yeah. And and it just turned it turned into it, it, it was it was a race. People cutting you off. You'd have somebody they they pass you. They pull over. They slow down. And it was just a constant battle mm-hmm. driving north. And it was unbelievable from that that early lunchtime, a little bit uh, kind of relaxed driving mode to the evening. It just turned crazy. You know that's why I drive twenty seven miles an hour through Seattle on my five. <laughs> 
I have to go there Tuesday, but that's the, this is a rare thing. Um, so I'll be looking at that. But I may get a hotel and wait it out because, you know. <laughs> Don't want to deal with the crazy. Well, th- thank you for the call, Leslie. Do okay. start planning budget to get that timing belt and especially the associated components um, that are driven by the timing yeah, belt replaced um, sooner rather than later. Um, it's, it's always yeah. less expensive to, to do it before things go wrong than after. Hey, Leslie. Okay. I just want to say you did wonderfully. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I've called you before and not been nervous, but now it's getting older. I'm getting worse. (laughs) All right. Thanks for the call. 360-676-KGMI. That's 676-5464. You are in the shop with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. Hello? Summer? Gee, you sound so far away. Oh, you're right. Now is the time to plan for AC. With Barron's preseason air conditioning special, you can skip the line and save big, like $4,000 big. We've stocked up, and there's no better time to upgrade your whole home comfort system. Special discounts apply to anything that cools, including air conditioning, ductless, and electric heat pumps. With energy savings you'll enjoy for years. Barron's home performance experts look beyond the box, finding you affordable ways to improve the comfort, health, and energy efficiency of your home. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Call Barron now while supplies last and save up to $4,000 when you upgrade your heating and cooling system with qualifying rebates, incentives, and a Silver Shield membership. We've secured low interest financing so everyone gets cooling. See you soon, Summer. Barron, your full-service HVAC, electrical, and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. Wave away the winter blues with $270,000 in cash, free play, and trips. Win your share of paradise every Friday through March with hourly drawings starting at 6 p.m. The Hawaiian vacation of your dreams is closer than you think. Earn entries by playing with your Reef Rewards card. Claim one free daily entry. Unlock fuel discounts of up to 25 cents per gallon at Lummy Bay Market next to Silver Reef when you swipe your rewards card at the pump. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. Ready to put some skin in the game? The only sports book north of Snohomish County is now open at Silver Reef Casino Resort. Get in the game with baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and your other favorite sports. Visit Portage Bay Sportsbook and Bar and place your bets today. Sportsbook open daily at 9 a.m. Betting kiosks open 24-7. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. For quality done right, call Honkoop Gravel. They use state-of-the-art technology to get your job done in a timely, accurate, and economical way. For projects as small as refreshing the driveway and as large as a multi-million dollar builder-ready plat development. Their services include multi-unit site preparation, fire line installation, drainage systems, house foundations, and more. They'll do custom projects too, turning your dream idea into a reality. If you need site work, you need the team at Honkoop Gravel in Linden or at honkoop.com. DeWard and Bodie's Bellingham Outlet Center on Hannigan Road is stocked full of ding and dent appliance deals on refrigerators, freezers, laundry sets, dishwashers, ovens, and more with deep markdowns because of factory blemishes, dings, and dents, sometimes not even visible. Other times, the bigger the dent, the bigger the savings. Every appliance is covered with a full factory warranty, plus no interest financing options with no money down. Make DeWard and Bodie's Outlet on Hannigan Road your first stop for appliance deals. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group.
Welcome back. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive, 360-676-KGMI. That's 676-5464. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Great call from Leslie there a while ago. And uh, brought some information on Ford and some of their uh, their patents over the years. And, and, and one that they filed recently is kind of, kind of interesting is... Uh, the, the patent describes a system in which, in which you can uh, have a device installed in the car, basically hooked up to the vehicle's computer network, and uh, that will interact through uh, wireless or cellular phone communications back to the Ford mothership, including the Ford financing arm. <laughs> and uh, you know if you fail to make your payments on time and fail to respond to their notifications of your missed payment, um, it will give them the ability to start uh, punishing you and making your life difficult in order to uh, convince you to contact them or to meet your financial obligation. So it kind of helps you prioritize uh, making your car payment over your uh, power bill for the, yeah. for the house there. It's I mean, I suppose they'll the monitor freeway. the location, and when you drive down to the local pub, <laughs> instead of making your car payment. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll take away maybe your auto start feature so your car won't be warm when you go to drive next time. You, or you can't, times how long you were in the pub. It <laughs> won't let you start it. Yeah. Um, take away your air conditioning in the summertime. Yeah. yeah. I, you're yeah. in the wintertime. Well, you know, the, the take away your air conditioning in the wintertime, your defrost doesn't work, you get in an accident. I see some liability here for Ford on this one. Potential. Potential. They Potential. lock you out of your car while you're being mugged in the alley in downtown Seattle. Oh, yeah. I, you know, there, there are some issues that can come up. They do have some added features in there that, that in an emergency situation, it would be linked to the cameras in the vehicle uh-huh. in order to provide you help in the event you need it. So, well, they've got a bunch of people sitting in a in a trailer somewhere watching video from people's cameras on cars when they don't make their payments. I'm not sure how that one actually works, but an interesting technology. And when I first heard this, and Steve from the Panacea, you know, sent the first yeah, link to the yeah. article that I saw, I started thinking, well, they've been doing this for for like decades, because there's used car lots. You know, when the when the sign says your job is your credit, yeah, right. um, they've been putting devices on cars for years that you have to have go they? make your payment and have the device reset. So that your car will continue to start. No be, way. You've never seen those installed no, in cars? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't. Yeah. They, that they, sounds very conspiratorial. It could be, but they, they've know, had they've brother, had these devices in, in the past that we've seen installed in cars. And if you don't go down and make your payment, your car won't start. You know, I mean, how come we don't have those as mechanics? You know? I mean, I, I remember... Talking to somebody. Well, you have the keys. They have to make the payment before you give them the keys. Kind of in the, you know, somebody, and this is years ago, somebody, you know, I was at a gathering somewhere and somebody hated mechanics and I don't know what his trip was. But anyway, um, talking about how every time I bring my car in, they tell me there's something wrong with it or every time I get it back, there's another problem. I'm thinking they're, they're just, Putting something in there so it fails, and I gotta keep coming back. And you're telling me that the used car salespeople have been doing that for a long time already. Why don't we have one of those? I, you know, you patent it. 
Actually, the beauty is when you're working on the cars, you don't need to have something like that because they're all breaking all the time anyway. You know, the more technology they put in, the more things to go wrong. Well, you know, I you know sometimes cars always break. Sometimes Sooner they break. Later, some, every sometimes sometimes of, they break before they get to the shop. Sometimes they break when they're at the, the shop. shop. Sometimes, sometimes they, they break, break right when they leave they the leave. shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I wonder if the Teslas, though, uh, you know, will drive themselves back if they can get that tech from Ford. Drive them, their the the car will drive itself back to wherever it was purchased. Eventually, that'll be the case yeah. when when true autonomous vehicle system, driving systems are out there. Hey, where's my car? There's a little note, you know, <laughs> every little mini mini you know one foot Tesla sitting out in the parking lot in your driveway with a little note. You know, push a button and it'll tell you what happened. You just get an alert on your phone. I'm leaving you. <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving you. I'm gonna find somebody that'll pay for me. You are in the shop, Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Mangler Automotive, 360-676-KGMI. This is Steve Berger, Lead Counselor and Director of Contact Counseling Recovery Services. Despite being a fourth-generation Whatcom County resident from a solid, established family, when I was struggling with alcohol and drug addiction, my family didn't know where to turn to help. By the grace of God and a recovery program, I was able to get sober and have devoted the last 34 years of my life helping others find recovery from addiction. If you or a family member is struggling with substance abuse, please contact us at 360-671-3277 or contactcounseling.com. Lindale Glass is your premier window and door company in Whatcom and Skagit County. With over 35 years of professional installation experience, you can rely on the dedicated employees at Lindale Glass to provide an exceptional install. Lindale Glass features Milgard windows and doors, leading the industry with innovative, high-quality products. You can be assured of a product that is customized for your home. No shortcuts, no gimmicks, just excellent service and exceptional quality from Milgard. Visit a Lindale showroom to learn more or online at lindaleglass.com. This is Heidi Person, General Manager of the Cascade Radio Group, with a look at some good news in our community that we like to call the Upside. The Rotary Club of Bellingham's annual bell ringing event for the Salvation Army was a great success. This past December, the Rotary Club of Bellingham and guests, even Rotarians from other clubs and former Rotarians, spent time in front of area Hagen stores ringing bells, caroling, and playing instruments and getting shoppers to fill the kettles. A surprise anonymous matching donor also joined in the fun essentially doubling the Rotary Club's efforts. The Rotary Club of Bellingham Foundation has been contributing to the Bellingham community since 1917, and they're always looking for new members. If you'd like to learn more, go to bellinghamrotary.org. The Upside is brought to you from a grant provided by Bayside Coin & Jewelry. They are the largest buyer and seller of gold and silver in the Northwest. Bayside Coin & Jewelry in the Iowa Business Park. If you have good news to report, email it to us at theupside at cascaderadiogroup.com. Every day, KGMI brings you the latest news and information, and we also give you a chance to express your opinion on a major news story of the day. Go to KGMI.com anytime and take part in our daily news poll to see what others are thinking and add your voice. We'll have an update during the KGMI afternoon news, and we'll give you a final tally and a new question each day during the KGMI morning news. Be part of the conversation with the KGMI daily news poll, another informative and free feature from KGMI. 
the latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Store. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. More than 16 million Americans from California to Maine are under a winter storm warning this weekend. And Weather Channel meteorologist Chris Warren says those out west can't catch a break from the rare weather event there. Another winter storm moving into the west coast. And with this also, again, in the mountains, feet of snow. President Biden just had some skin cancer removed from his chest. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. The president's physician says the site of the biopsy has healed nicely and no further treatment is required. First Lady Jill Biden had basal cell lesions removed at Walter Reed in January. The Ukrainian city of Bakhmut is getting hit hard by Russian troops. Deputy Mayor Alexander Marchenko. Currently there is no communication in the city, so it's cut off. The bridges are destroyed. The tactics the Russians are using are the tactics of parched land. They want to destroy Bakhmut like they did with Mariupol. CBS News Brief. I'm Stacey Lynn. <laughs> Okie dokie. 360-676-KGMI. You are in the shop. I'm here with Kirk from Mangler Automotive. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, and we have Terry on the line. Good morning, Terry. Good morning. I, uh, hello? Hello. Okay. I have a 2009 uh, Chrysler 300 Touring car and a bit of a mystery problem, electrical. Uh, last week we had a little snow, so I went out to warm the car up. And there was just a tiny bit of uh, looked like snow or ice on the windshield. I thought, well, that's nothing. So I went ahead and turned the wipers on. They wouldn't. They were obviously it was frozen, so they wouldn't move. I went ahead and let it warm up for about uh, ten minutes, and I got out and scraped that little bit of snow off with the uh, wipers. And they went ahead and took off. The no, problem is, I get back when I get back in the car, I turn the uh, switch for the wipers off. The wipers keep going. They uh, uh, turn the key off, pull the key up. They still continue to go. Well, someone said they thought it was a relay. I pulled the fuse and they quit. I put the fuse back in. They started working again, even with it shut off. So I, they thought it was maybe a relay. So I went down and uh, to the auto store and bought the new uh, relay and put it in, and it continues to work. So in my mind, that narrows it down. It must be either the wiper uh, switch that you turn them on, or somebody said something about a, uh, oh, a different, I can't remember what they called it, huh, an electrical component. Uh, any clue what it might be? Well, Terry, I, you know, wiper systems have, have gotten uh, more complex over the years. Um, yes. So when you look at it, wipers, when you when the car's running, you turn your wipers on, they continue to run, and then you turn them off, they'll, they'll go that extra swipe, and then they'll park. So yeah. normally with the key on, the, the wiper system has power that goes to it. 
but there's a park switch, and when that park switch gets activated, when they're in park position, it disrupts that power. Now, with that being said, normally when you turn the key off, there shouldn't be any power to them. Now, yeah. that's now that's old school thinking, and uh, you get to some of these new cars, and with a Chrysler, um, they, they have this fabulous module called the TIPM, the Totally Integrated Power Module. Um, which have been, I guess, semi-notorious in the industry for having some strange issues. And, and so in the end, I think we would need to, to look at a wiring diagram, description operation of that system to, to figure out exactly what's going on. Unfortunately, some of these TIPM modules, and they vary over the years, will have relays built into them, not, not replaceable, not serviceable. Some of them are, are electronic or transistorized switches that can have issues. It might be coincidental that this is because they were frozen to the windshield, but sometimes that causes extremely high current draw because the motor has to work so hard, they're frozen, they're stuck, it draws a whole bunch of power, and this uh, transistor inside the TIPM can can short out internally, and then suddenly it's always going to send power to them. Is that what happened? I'm not really sure, but I'd be concerned about that control system, and it unfortunately gets a bit complex when you compare it to you know, what we're accustomed to and the pretty straightforward older wiper systems. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, the one of the things that shocked me was uh, if the switch didn't work, okay, fine. But when I turned the key off and pulled the key out, they continued to work. I thought, well, I just shut the power off. Why are they working now? So the only way I could stop it, even with the car off, was to pull the fuse out. So that's where I'm at now. I've got the fuse out. So, uh What's my like, next? What's my next step? Take well, it. I, I, I guess one, we can hope that it rains continuously, <laughs> and, yeah. and then you don't have to worry about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can always hook up a toggle switch to the fuse to disable them when you turn the car off. Yeah, I, I would be concerned that you may have a, a a battery drain going on, even with that fuse unplugged. That 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 there, it's eventually if your car sits for a few days, it might drain the battery too. Yeah, um, so I. Unfortunately, in a, a newer car like that, I mean, our first diagnostic step is plug in the scan tool okay, and, and see what codes are in the system. It may or may not have a code related to the wiper control system or the, the tip of module. And, and I'm speculating on whether that's where the problem lies. But when we start seeing weird electronic problems or electrical problems um, in a, a newer Chrysler vehicle like that, that's kind of where we start heading because that is kind of the body control module that controls a lot of things in the vehicle. Okay. So I can uh, bring it to your shop. I believe it was, I think, in the phone book. It said Kentucky Street. Yep. Dr. Hey. John's Auto Clinic. There's Kirk at Angler, um, Dan up at Bellingham Automotive. Any of us can really look at that. And I'd probably plan on, on that being something you'd bring it in and drop it off and leave it with us versus trying to wait around while we figure out what's going okay. on. Okay. So they can figure it out and give me a, what the part is and give me an estimate then? Exactly. Yep. Okay. I will be open today. We are no. not. We're, uh, we're pretty much all closed on the weekends. We need okay. to... Give the give everybody some time off and and regenerate to to get back out on Monday morning. Okay, well I'll wait and I'll be in there on Monday. Hopefully it rains. So yeah, give us <laughs> a call either way. Yeah, regardless who you bring it into, you know if you want to call us on Monday morning, we'll need to set up an appointment. I'm not sure that uh, any of our shops is really going to have an opening or an opportunity to look at it on Monday. Sometimes we're okay. a few days or longer out. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. 
All right. Thanks for and the call, thank Terry. thank you very much. Absolutely. Right, bye. You know, one of the things I was just kind of pondering there um, might be a little coincidence factor, a cold, icy night. Um, maybe a mouse or a rodent climbed up under the hood there and uh, had a little tooth trimming going on, shorted some wires. Yeah, it's the it's just a continuous flow of rodent-related issues. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we had two two cars last week with uh, with rodent chewed wires, and you know we get into the some of these, and 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 the the rodents will go down into these little cavities. We had a Nissan come in that it had gone underneath the intake manifold, and you know made itself comfy, and then got had a little midnight snack under there. Yeah. And and it's these. There's like three wires down there. Really, not that much time to repair the three wires. A little little crimp connector, some marine heat shrink tubing to keep them sealed up and yep. fix them all up. But to get to them, yeah, you know, you've got two, three hours three, of work hours, to pull stuff yeah. out of the way. Yeah, yeah, crazy. So uh, you know that is always a possibility and something you want to keep an eye out under your hood. If you pop your hood and you see, you know, your your hood insulation or your you know, your Stuff from your neighbor's front porch, you know, stuffed under your hood. Um, it's something you want to get that taken care of and try to get those uh, mice or whatever they are to go somewhere else. Exactly. 360-676-KGMI, you are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. Hey, neighbors. Have you picked out your heat pump yet? Oh, no, not yet. We're not really in a rush. That's right. We're waiting for the right time. I mean, look at this weather. It's gray skies and rain as far as the eye can see. I don't know. I wouldn't procrastinate if I were you. Surely we have plenty of time. Summer is still months away. That's true. But here in the Northwest, we've got a bad habit of waiting till it's hot to think about air conditioning. Next thing you know, it's 85 degrees out and linden sheet metal is slammed with installations. Plus, since a heat pump also heats, you can stay cozy during the rainy season, too. Slammed, you say? We can't have that. We're calling Linden Sheet Metal today. Don't procrastinate. Get a heat pump installed this spring before it gets hot and everyone else wants one, too. If you buy a heat pump in March, we'll give you up to $500 off installation. Plus, there are utility rebates and tax credits where you can save hundreds more. Don't wait. Call Linden Sheet Metal today. Linden Sheet Metal, serving the Northwest for over 80 years. Hello, folks. Are you ready to get your estate planning affairs in order, but you don't know where to start? Would you like to hear about the difference between wills and trusts? Do you want to learn how to avoid probate? Do you have questions about Social Security and Medicare? Is it important to you to make life as easy as possible on your spouse and loved ones if something should happen to you? This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham. Join me right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. for the Aging Hour. And let me show you how to set your family up for success in your retirement. KGMI Connects with Joe Tian is about our community and you. I and a lot of other people would like to see Biden rot in hell. Oh, you okay. know what? He gave away our biggest bargaining chip. Each weekday at 4 p.m. You know, I kind of agree that if Griner was a white sheetrock hanger from uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and I think it did the same thing, yeah, he'd probably still be there. That's just the way the world turns. On KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. Welcome back. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. 
360-676-KGMI. And looks like we have Fred on the line this morning. How are you, Fred? Well, good morning. And, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Brian, we don't want 100% rain around here. <laughs> but anyway, I'm glad I don't have a wiper problem. But, okay, well, you, you on, when uh, I had a couple of things. One is a little bit of nostalgia that um, uh, Kirk opened up with that blinker. And it reminded me of our trips across Arizona when I was about the age of Kurt's boy waiting for a driver's license. And it was hot. And back in those days, people had these uh, coolers that they put on the, on the outside of their side windows. It was more like a swamp cooler than anything else. And the other thing was to see those canvas water bags hanging on the front bumper, but a little bit of old times on that. And, and really the second reason I called is uh, to be, give some encouragement to Leslie about her uh, timing chain or timing belt, whichever it may be. But we had a Toyota, uh, 94, and uh, I was under the impression that the timing uh, chain had been taken care of. Anyway, uh, it had possibly 100,000 miles on it when we got it. And I drove this thing up to 212,000 miles with the original timing belt on it, and uh, never a problem until, of course, it did go out, and that was it. But I was surprised at the miles that I did get with that. And, and of course, it was good advice what you gave to Leslie, and we want to take care of things. But uh, uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one, and it did happen to us and so forth. But um, thanks for your very good show, and, and we keep listening. Bye-bye. Thank you, Fred. Well, I was going to ask Fred if uh, his uh, the Toyota timing belt, if that was the one that you made your special tools for, for getting that crankshaft fully off. May have been. Yeah. yeah, we've got a few. We've got a few special tools at the shop. Some, some we've made. Many we've we've purchased. It's uh, the the number of tools required, even for a single model, um, can be pretty surprising. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's nice to have a, a group of people like we have on the radio here. There's some tools that. We, we can share have the, our tools can, there, so you don't have to go out and buy a $400, $500 set of something to do one or two projects that you might work on through the small, course of your career. Job. Yeah. yeah. Look like we uh, we also have Rod on the line here. Good morning, Rod. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Doing good. How are you doing today? Hanging in there. You know, uh, <clears throat> I've got a 2015 Kia Soul. Got 112,000 miles on it, and it's needing a tune-up. And I'm just kind of curious uh, what that entails and what that's going to cost me at a shop to have that thing tuned up. That's a good question. That's a good question. I, you know, a, I t- know. tune-up's kind of an odd kind of term. A, I don't know if your radio's on in the background there, there, but if it is, we might No, I got it. It's off. Okay. We got an echo going on here. Um, so yeah, I don't know what you yeah, consider a tune-up on there. Well, you know, actually, when I drive it, it seems like it's getting a little more, it's not as peppy as it used to be. When you step on the gas, there's a little hesitation and that kind of stuff. So I'm, with that kind of mileage, I'm sure it probably needs probably new plugs and whatever else you need to put in it. Well, it's basically on that thing, you probably end up with some spark plugs, uh, maybe some coil boots, air filter. Um, I don't think that thing's even got a serviceable fuel filter on it. Unless you want to pull the fuel pump out of the tank, you know, uh, some PCV some... valve. Maybe uh, take a look at your oxygen sensors. See if they're getting lazy uh, by now. 
And look at okay. induction system cleaning, fuel yep. injection service. Yep. Now, a 2015 Kia Soul, I'm not sure which engine that has in there, um, but if that is a GDI or a gas direct injection system, um, they do have some problems with carbon buildup on the intake valves, and sometimes the intake, okay. intake manifold needs to be pulled off to clean that up, but that does depend on which engine you have in there. Do you know if it's a 2.4-liter four-cylinder? Boy, yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm not sure. I'm okay. not sure which motor it has in it. All right. Now, I, I don't know if the – I don't think the Soul falls into the, the problem engines, but Kia and, and Hyundai, which are owned by the, the same parent company, um, have had some issues with the 2.4-liter engines. And uh, so I, I would look into that and see whether it is one of those uh, – has one of the problem engines in there. Um, okay. Because if it does, my recommendation on that car is different um, than if it is is a different engine because the issues they've had with those are there's some manufacturing flaws in the crankshaft and, and engine blocks that can lead to engine failure. And you're, you're in that mileage range where we're, there are a lot of Hyundais and Kias that are they're just ticking time bombs. You know, they're hand grenades and somebody's pulled the pin. Um, okay, nice. <laughs> so, so okay. if it, well, I mean, you know, we we've never had a problem with the car. It just seems like to me that it's getting a little. It's not like I said. It's not as peppy as it used to be. So, other than that, um, you know, there's one other question. I recently had a, a oil change done on it, and I was going to have the transmission fluid changed, and they told me at the time that it was a sealed system. So, what's that entail as far as changing the fluid and stuff in the transmission? Now, on, on some of those, you can you can do basically just a drain and refill. It is an automatic transmission, correct? Yeah, yes. Yeah, on some of those, it's just a drain and, and refill system. Sometimes refilling those requires you pumping the, the fluid in from the bottom until it reaches a certain level. Um, okay. But when it comes to the, the details on that, we use a, a, a product called All Data. It, it puts all the information from different manufacturers into one place. We can look up the recommended mileage intervals, technical service bulletins, and other information on your car. Um, okay. There are a lot of vehicles that they call the transmission fluid a lifetime fluid, um, which means when the transmission fails, its life <laughs> is over. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, we, we like to operate from, you know, preventative maintenance and changing that fluid or at least doing a drain and refill every thirty to 50,000 miles um, can really make a difference in – how long that life is. Okay. Well, well, thanks guys for the information. I'm kind of, uh, maybe it's time to trade her in and get a new one. Yeah. And I, I think definitely it, depending on which, which one that is, it's, you know, a, a, you get into the Kias and Hyundai's with some of their, their problem engines and uh, Kia's extended the warranty to a lifetime warranty on them, but they're also, you know, sometimes three to six months backlogged on getting those warranties taken care of. So, it can be an issue, and that is something I would look at on it, and we can okay. look that up real easily at our shop with the vehicle identity number. And you say that, that, was, that was a 2.4 liter? Yeah, two point, most, most of the 2.4 liter engines, correct. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for the information. All right. Thank you. Yeah, and I know we've talked about that on the air before on the Kias and Hyundais, but it's always a concern when we have a customer that brings one in or somebody's looking at buying one. Um, economically, they can seem pretty pretty inexpensive up front, but uh, a little bit more expensive long-term. 360-676-KGMI, you are in the shop with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. Happy birthday to you. 62? Happy birthday to you. 
64, Medicare. So many of us get hung up on our age, but what we fail to realize, we've been paying for health insurance since we were old enough to work, which means we may actually be getting a raise once we're on Medicare. Sound complicated? Let D&D Insurance help make the complicated task of enrolling for your health insurance a little less complicated. I'm Derek, and my wife Denise and I, along with our amazing staff of family and friends, keep things running here at D&D Insurance. We try to help anyone and everyone navigate this ever-changing world of health insurance. Whether you're retiring and trying to figure out Medicare supplements and Medicare Advantage plans, an employer looking for better benefits for your employees, or you're self-employed and needing a plan for yourself and family, we're here to help. Give us a call at 392-8159. See you at D&D Insurance, where we try to make the complicated uncomplicated. Get informed and inspired with Saturday Morning Live on KGMI. Join a group of knowledgeable hosts as they present a variety of guests and viewpoints on issues important to our area and to you and your family. Sponsored by Asset Advisors, LLC at Linden Sheet Metal each Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Welcome back. In the shop, this is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive, 360-676-KGMI. we got uh, looking at some, some past, present, maybe some future automotive patents on what uh, various automotive interests have, have patented in the industry. And, uh, you know, some of these are a little bit wacky, especially this one by Waymo. <laughs> Kirk Kirk finds it interesting. I think this works works of course I do. works works best if you're going to get into a collision with a lightweight object or a pedestrian or a pedestrian. And you know, I'm not I'm not sure. I'd have to see some studies on on injuries on whether this reduces injuries or not. Because sometimes sometimes if you're going to get hit, you're better be it's better to be deflected than to be stuck. So uh, Waymo, which is uh, a, a self-driving company, and they have, uh, in a few years ago, they, they patented a technology. So, Kirk, Kirk, what is this technology? Oh, really? Well, it's, they call it the sticky hood. <laughs> and it, it looks like it's the sticky hood bumper and fenders. Yeah, basically the uh, product is meant to – basically it's got – some kind of sticky material all over the hood and the front fenders there that uh, it's meant to vegetate the impact of pedestrian collisions by having an adhesive layer present on the hood. So basically they so just thinking, cover the whole front of the car with a, a, some kind a of sticky, sticky mouse trap. Stuff, kind of like a, a fly paper or something. And so if you, I guess you hit somebody, they're just going to stick stick to the hood. So, so they, you know, they must have some sort of like uh, it must be a little, little spongy, absorb the impact a little bit, and and then capture and how do you get off of it? Well, that's that's a good question, and I'm I'm just thinking, I I really don't understand how that would work at all, unless the person was like in bubble wrap or something that, because yeah, anyway. Uh, 
You know, years but it's a great, great. I, I just, you know, I, 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 I'm envisioning somebody driving through like Park, Pike Place Market, and they've got like 18 people stuck and on the just collecting them on the front bumper. Yeah, years ago I saw a patent where they somebody had designed an airbag system that would uh, deploy airbags in the event of a pedestrian collision. So you're just going to launch the. I am. That's what. You know, years ago we uh, for the Fourth of July, I'd never seen an airbag deployed before. I've told this story before. But, They're kind um, of intense. They are. We we had a had a GM product, General Motors product that the horn horn wasn't working. I think it was a Cadillac, and you had to buy the whole airbag assembly to to deal with this uh, to fix the horn. So we saved the airbag, and um, on the Fourth of July we set it up out in my backyard and. Um, Ran some, I'd say, 50-foot um, wiring from the airbag that was sitting on a big oak table. Um, ran 50 feet of wire over to my lawnmower. And um, I contoured a chunk of uh, styrofoam on top of the airbag. And I put a watermelon on top of the the whole airbag thing there. And, and uh, you know, I was when I we were getting ready to launch the thing. I was thinking this is probably one of the dumber things I've ever done in my life. And that's saying a lot. Uh, that it is, is saying, it's a saying a lot. And I'm curious. You know, I was a little concerned about how high and how far is this watermelon going to go? Whose roof? You know, neighbor roof is going to come down through. But we laid it off anyway, and uh, had the big countdown. Had a bunch of friends over and kids and everything, and they were 100 feet back. And at the countdown, got to zero. I touched the wires to the battery. Airbag went off, and the watermelon literally exploded. I mean, it was like exploded. So it didn't too, launch. It just blew so up. Too too much acceleration from the airbag. Yeah, yeah. And um, so to you know put an airbag on the outside of the car, I mean, it'd kind of be like, I don't know, Thor hitting somebody with his hammer. Uh, knocking them up half a city block into a, a a building, you know, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, if you if you go on YouTube, I mean, the 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 epitome of human stupidity is is on display there, and uh, obviously all the best or worst videos when it comes to the auto industry come from Russia. Oh, I remember <laughs> seeing yeah, some guys sitting like on a five gallon bucket and they had an airbag, airbag underneath underneath. thing and lit it off and they thought you know he was going to launch well <laughs> didn't go go too well i've seen uh one where they put an airbag under a dumpster and it actually lifted the dumpster off the ground yeah there's a there's a on their initial inflation there's a lot of force and people are injured by airbags in minor collisions all the time yeah, yeah. um you know broken arms broken noses um burns to parts of the body they're they're actually a pretty violent mechanism, but uh, but it's less violent than impacting the steering wheel or something else in an accident. Well, something to take into consideration, too, is, you know, you've got your uh, little sippy coffee cup uh, you drive around with all the time. Um, whatever, Warning, do if, not drink when airbag inflates. Well, uh, if you've got an emblem on that thing, you know, Honda or something like that, you know, that airbag goes off while you're taking a sip. You're going to have an imprint of uh, whatever is on the top of your coffee cup on your forehead for the rest of your life. Or worse. Thanks for listening. You've been in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Engler Automotive. We'll see you next week.